You're not alone when it comes to trying new shiny diets, each one promising to make you feel incredible until you realize it's making you feel hungry and deprived and damaging your confidence a little more than the last diet you tried. Hello and thank you so much for tuning in to the Anti-Diet Podcast Show, a podcast on a mission to help you break free from yo-yo dieting and equip you with evidence-based advice so you can feel more confidence in yourself without ever feeling deprived. I'm Farah Karamburi, a deep health practitioner practitioner, an author, a keynote speaker, and the founder of the 30-Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Each episode is created to help you take one step forward in your weight loss journey without being on a diet. Each day, I will bring you a wealth of knowledge about how you can lose weight without being on a diet. And each week, I'm going to be joined by a guest or a client that's going to give us the insights and the expert advice in the world of well-being. So together, we can learn from real-life trial and triumphs. Good morning, everybody, and welcome to our Wednesday Live. Hope you guys are well and hope you are waking up this morning ready to rock your day and have a kick-ass day basically. So today's topic is um, inspired by yesterday's podcast that I did with Jessica Fletcher. It was about, we were talking about everything really to do with nutrition, uh, our love for nutrition, how we have found this amazing balance that we want to share with the world, our love for coaching. And while we were talking about this subject, we also talked about exercise and how Many people don't actually like exercising because they think exercise is a chore. So today I wanted to bring this topic to you to just make you understand about, just have a bit more deeper understanding in what kind of exercise suits your body and what can you do to to move your body. It doesn't necessarily mean that you need to go to a, a gym or a particular session that you're absolutely hating. If you're not looking for, currently, if you're not looking forward to doing your particular exercise right now, then I want to help you with understanding your body type and what kind of exercise matches your body type. So probably information, something you haven't heard this before. You probably haven't heard me talk in this detail about exercise. Yes, I am about all about exercise, but I also have likes and dislikes when it comes to what kind of exercise I want to do. So let's look at my lifestyle. To start off with, I never did anything, to be honest. From when I was in college, I did some kind of a um, army cadet thing, which was a compulsory thing in my school. And then I was grew, in, uh, grew up and when in college, there was no sports in my, my school or college, which was back in Pakistan. Um, back in the UK, again, I didn't take part in much sports because I was really shy. Uh, I wasn't going to do much. I think I did bare minimum, really. I don't know if I liked it or not. I can't remember, to be honest. Either way, um, so sports wasn't very much, it wasn't something that was close to me or I was around it. I knew my brother loved cricket. He kind of grew up playing cricket on the streets of Pakistan. And then he came to the UK and played a semi-professional for Middlesex. So I know he was very sporty. But us girls, sisters, didn't see us do anything amazing when it came to sports or played anything consistently. So exercise for us was really nothing. It was until my postnatal depression hit me that I discovered walking to be honest up until then I didn't walk either um you know walking for uh walking mindfully I'm talking about walking to your car and walking to your work isn't necessarily 
walking purposefully. So that postnatal depression led me to do some running and some jogging and I found it came natural to me. I now understand why it came natural to me. Why? Because my body type is a certain type and it suits me to run or suits me to jog. And that's how I got stuck to it. And I did it for so many years, doing some half marathons, making myself feel good, a uh, sense of achievement, the re recovering from postnatal depression at the same time. So that kind of suited me then. Once I was out of all of that and then I met my husband, um, my second husband, and he was into weightlifting uh, and he said to try it. You, you try things when you are with your partner and I did and I quite enjoy doing that now. So that's more of my thing now. The running has kind of taken a back seat. So I, I, I'm a kind of person who can only stick to things if I really love them, if I really enjoy them. I cannot be forced to do things. It just doesn't work with me. That's across my life, by the way. That's across everything I do. I really have to enjoy. I really have to understand the logic behind it. I really need to feel connected to that particular activity I'm doing. There's got to be something in for me, um, it, whether that's a result driven, anything that kind of drives me to do that on daily basis or weekly basis and it's consistent. So for me now, I have got a routine of three to four times a week of some weightlifting followed by a short cardio workout, again, involving some kind of dumbbells or jumping um, and that's it that's it you know people think I might live in the gym and I do hours of it no I have two kids I have a very busy business I'm a very busy mom so I don't have that plus I don't want to spend two hours in the gym it's not my favorite place to be I want to do the workout and I want to come home wash my hands and get on with the rest of my life which is what I did yesterday so let's talk about you now okay so matching your fitness to your foundation and enjoying the benefits so what is it that you can do? Let's give a little bit of context beforehand. So what do I mean when I say match your fitness to your foundation and joy? Well, as humans, movements both are birthright and a privilege. So babies squiggle and squim as soon as possible. So we start moving. Children love to move. So for many, between our transitions of the playground to the workplace, we forget how much we love to move. We literally forget. We just get set in this routine of waking up in the morning, getting our breakfast done and all we need to do and all we're thinking of, can we make it to work in time? And that's it. And we decide that exercise is a chore, that when shall I bring this routine in? And in fact, you don't even think of the exercise unless you start to put a few pounds on more towards your late 30s when the metabolisms have slowed down. You start to put some weight on only then you start thinking of that. Not everybody, some people. Some people are quite athletic. They've really been great sports people in school. So they bring that with them and they, that's part of their life. They don't do it for weight loss. They're doing it because they love the sport, which to be honest is a great place to be because when you are not doing, when you're doing something because you love it, it's so part of them that they never think about putting the weight on or losing the weight or think about any relationship with foods, etc. They just eat to fuel their body, which is what Jessica Fletcher yesterday, Jessica and me we were talking about this yesterday yesterday uh, and she's a kickboxing champion England twice so um, she eats to fuel her body as an athlete so this is something she's been doing since she was 19 so 10 years ago she did that and this is part of her now she teaches that so do listen to the podcast it's out on Sunday by the way but the live was in yesterday's live so if you haven't listened to this please do it's really inspiring and I absolutely love chatting to her and you know I love chatting to anyone who's has a transformation about themselves, anyone who's teaching things that I believe in. So if movement is a chore for you right now, making it enjoyable again may be a matter of practice and a mindset shift. So what do we mean by that? 
Well, maybe problem isn't the exercise necessary. The problem could be mismatch between your body type, natural body type, and the activity you associate with exercise. So this is what you haven't probably heard before, your body type and exercises. Let's go for that. So we tend to gravitate towards the activities like I did after my postnatal towards running because it suited my physique and my abilities, natural abilities, not learned abilities, by the way. We're talking about natural abilities here because we must go with what who we are right now. Unless you have a love for a particular thing and you go train for that. But what suits you? So number one is ectomorphs. ectomorphs. So they, I don't want, I'm not bothered about you writing this down, but just have a listen to which body type, there's three, which body type you actually will fit in. So ectomorphs are light frame lean, uh, lankier body types and tend to like endurance activities where they can use their height and leanness to advantage. So these can include long distance running or cycling. So that was me, um, swimming, basketball, track and field, rowing and climbing. Mine was only swimming. The rest of them do not come natural to me. I just like to I haven't actually done any climbing, so I won't know about that. Rowing I do, which is just on the machine again. Um, but the running is what I was going through that. And my reason for doing that, it provided a great sense of um, mental clarity to me. I felt like when I was on the road or in the park running, that I was my own person. I was my own, I belonged to something. It, d- it didn't just feel like, at home I felt like I was recovering from, I was recovering from depression I was a mother to two young kids and I was a wife and I was doing all of those jobs really uh, poorly. But when I came out to run, I ran so well that I felt uh, I, I used to go round and round this lake and these people who were walking, I would leave them behind like seven, eight times. So I'll do eight rounds doing a 10K and it will mean nothing. It will feel so good. I feel my body will still cope with more if I wanted to. Now, that's what the, my natural abilities were. So I leaned into it. Why? Because I liked it, because I was good at it. So my body type was ectomorphs then, still is. Now, the next one is mesomorphs. Mesomorphs are muscular medium, tend to like quick explosive activities where they can use their athleticism for speed and strength. So when I'm training some of my clients, they say to me, I I used to be a great sprinter, but I don't do long, I'm not good at jogging, but I'm great at sprinting. And they are. To this day, in their 50s, 60s, they can sprint really well, but they don't like to do a longer distance around 600 meters is too much for them. They will have to stop. But the short sprints they're good at, body types. So what is the body types of mesomorphs? We're talking about, which in bracket means a muscular, medium, medium build. This can include things like wrestling, sprinting, like we just talked about, gymnastics, short track cycling and mountain climbing, tennis, soccer, hockey, football or rugby. And then you have the final one, which is endomorphous. Endomorphs are larger frame people and they put on fat more easily. They tend to like slower paced things. So for example, they might like golf, they might like baseball and softball. So you're standing, cricket might be one of them throwing sports like discus and shot puts, heavier weight classes in martial arts, wrestling or boxing, uh, again, football, rugby or strength sports. So strength sports like powerlifting, strong women, Olympic lifting and Highland Games. I kind of tend to see myself in here now because I have developed the love for that. Does it lifting always come natural to me? I don't know. I'm not sure, but I think I lift more than I my body weight in most things. So whether it comes natural to me or not, I just seem to like it. So from maybe being leaner before to now being a bit more muscular, 
I've now developed this body type. So we can, we can change between these body types, by the way. However, if you're starting off right now, right now you're listening to this, this podcast, this live, and you think, I absolutely hate my exercise. Why do I do it? And if my clients are saying this, then we need to have words. But we don't. You can actually absolutely say you have the right to. We all have exercise personality as well as body types. So do you prefer things like that? Exercising alone or in a group? or one-to-one? Do you prefer indoors or outdoors? Do you prefer spontaneous, loosely organized, such as game of some kind of a game that somebody's put in and you go in, or well-planned, clearly structured activities? Do you like to compete? Well, I also did some competition with CrossFit once upon a time, and it's a great adrenaline rush when you're doing it, but it's hard work and it takes a week to recover. It's almost like your body's beaten down. At age 45, I'm not sure if I want to be pushing myself this hard. But, you know, if the opportunity is there, I'll do it. Um, So do you like competing against people as part of a team, like a hockey team, against one other person maybe, like boxing, against yourself maybe, like climbing, or not at all, like yoga? What do you feel like when you exercise? What do you feel like when you exercise? Do you feel joyful, youthful, energized, fast, strong? How do you feel? These are the questions to ask. Do you feel exercise exercise to be intellectually challenging? Learning a new skill, is it too hard? She's like, I don't know if I can coordinate these movements. So let me give you my example. When I went to do a Zumba class, because it was really in fashion once upon a time, I think we're talking about maybe seven, eight years ago. I th- I'm, I'm losing the track of years. It could be 20 years ago. I'm not too sure. Anyway, I know one thing very clear that when I went in there, I was really bad at it, you know. I just struggled. That was not my, it it felt like I needed to learn a skill. I saw people much older than me moving much more beautifully than I was. And yes, I could have learned that skill, but naturally I didn't enjoy it and also didn't feel tired enough. So I was expecting to be more sweaty and I thought that was not enough for me and I needed to do something heavier in terms of more output so this is what you want to think about do you feel like you've done enough if you're coming out of these exercise sessions not feeling either of the things I've just said then is this the right exercise for you do you prefer someone else to push you or direct you do you prefer to be self-directed now I train my clients as in a personal trainers and I push them I push them because I can see they're dipping and I need to pick them up back up do you prefer that or do you prefer to be directed yourself or can you work out via home through zoom and you're absolutely fine and some of my clients have done amazingly with that working out by themselves they know they're going to push they're not going to cheat they're going to be pushing and they know that and it's really worked out well for them do you like exercise to be useful i.e some kind of a survival skill could be like um swimming or something that may be um useful for you in your life what kind of music do you like to listen to for that one's quite important one you know if you uh i I put a generic music on for my clients but for myself i sometimes have quite uh heavy music on sometimes when i go running and walking i have a podcast on so depending on how what you enjoy i associate and i listen to james smith podcast um quite a lot when i'm walking or his audiobook because he's a a great coach and I like to uh, learn from him Um, and I associate my walking with listening to him 
and that's quite a nice feeling so you see that how I, I've connected the two so it's almost like oh my god I can't wait for my walk because I want to I want to listen to my next chapter what movements or activities do you feel good makes you feel good you know one, once you've come out the exercise I've had many people say to me oh my god that was that was so hard but that was so good I loved it so much great that means that this is what you want to be doing so what are your strengths and what movements or activities they match that's what we're looking for here find your niche basically just like body types most people have mix of personalities as well so you I like I said to you I started off leaner in terms of running got really lean loved it like I said 10k was nothing for me now if I ran 10k I was definitely know about it but then I was so in it but that the, the driver behind it postnatal depression whatever your reason whatever your reason is and um yeah it was postnatal and then I left running put lots of weight on then didn't know how to eat then tried all the diets now found a balance the past five years I haven't done any crazy stuff like like any diets or anything like that apart from trying out things like keto and intermittent fasting and veganism or a plant-based diet so find your niche find what fits you think about your body type and exercise personality what type of activities appeals to you which ones do you naturally gravitate towards consider what activities might suit you and which ones you might like to try guys with exercise unlike with diets and even though with diets we all try everything because you, you know you have to try and uh, otherwise you won't believe that actually the one that works is the right one for you so this is again the topic that we discussed yesterday that there's thousands of diets you take a dart you throw it anyway Mel Robbins said this in her book it's not about what diet you follow it's about what can you do consistently and anything to be consistent has to be loved liked for sure but starting to love starting to really feel connected to it otherwise you won't do it because if you bloody hate it how are you going to do it think about it if you get going on a soup diet and you hate the soup how will you keep that going and you can't eat soup for the rest of your life uh, hence i am anti-diet for that reason and and most diets because keto you take away all your carbohydrates you have protein medium amount and you have high fats can you do that for the rest of your life and that's why one of our my podcasts I relate to that because Mark Bryce um, I think I interviewed him about three four weeks ago uh, we didn't go live on that one unfortunately we didn't have ecam um, at that stage but we put the podcast out it's on my Farah Karamburi podcast show he said very beautifully that the your life was uh, it's not about destination so whatever methodology you choose it's not about destination it's about your journey exactly the same exercise is journey it's not destination you you can't give it up after three months because what is the point of doing that yes for the three months you're going to see a, um, a difference what you can do is say I'm going to try this for a year or three months and I've had many clients that have come and gone and decided actually you know I've, I now have a great foundation I've built that with Farah I'm going to now move on to something else something that suits my time something that suits my new way of working something that's uh, more towards my personality and then you kind of move on from there and do something else but one thing is for sure that you don't stop exercise you don't stop moving let's change the word from exercise into movement 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 guys we must move every single day it you know the benefits there's no reason for me to even bring those up you've got to move to feel good to release endorphins to to have a longer life basically I mean, what is the more powerful reason for doing that? 
is that any activity, anything that gets you out of breath a little bit. Okay, mix it up, try new activities, try it out, go to sessions, don't like it, change. But you got to give it a little bit of time, okay? So if you do it once and you absolutely hate it, it could be that you, it wasn't the exercise, it could be the instructor, it could have been the people there, it could have been the area. So give it a couple of chances because you might feel differently. And it could be that you've come in with a bad mindset, with bad attitude maybe. So give yourself another chance. <laughs> That's happened to me as well. So be brave. You may find that you get into better shape. You want to try more activities. And the more you're able to do those activities, the better you will get. Get creative, be more braver and try all kinds of things um, as you progress. So you might like, feel to, to start off with, when I went into Zumba class, I was the only one. I didn't go with a friend. I didn't have a friend who did Zumba. It would have been much easier if a friend was there. I went by myself and I felt awkward. I felt so embarrassed. I felt like I was the worst one in the class. But <laughs> nobody cared. No one was looking at me. Everyone's looking at the instructor and everyone's thinking about themselves and everyone's thinking about their goals and everyone's thinking about, right, this is my opportunity. I'm away from my kids. I'm away from everyone. I'm going to push hard. I'm going to give it my all. And for me, it was, I'm just going to watch the instructor's feet move left to right, right to left. And again, and I wasn't getting that. So I was doing this whole really bad job, basically. Anyway, um, I still went though. I still did about four or five sessions and then decided that I needed to find something else. And then I found a fit boot body boot camp, which are based in Bletchley. And I, I liked that because it was a massive, it was like 50 of us in the room. And then we followed a, a, an instructor and there were really, really fast exercises. Um, some of them I couldn't do because I wasn't up to that fitness level. Um, but I liked that kind of thing as well. It was nice. It was a mixture of weights and body weight exercises, which is what I do now with, with my clients as well as myself. However, I lift heavier weights now. So yesterday I did some deadlifts of 70 kilos, five times five and finished with 30 burpees. That was it. That was the workout for yesterday. Not going to stay all day in the gym. So that's pretty normal when you try something new, never done before, but you won't be awesome at it. That's okay. You'll tell your child the same, won't you? When your child's going back to school and they're saying, well, I'm so bad at this, mom, or I'm never going to be good at this. What are you going to say to them? Have some kind of same empathy and sympathy towards your own self. You're not meant to be awesome the minute you show up there. Not even me, somebody who's into this, in this business. I'm not going to show up to a class of some kind and be awesome. I've never done that before. I've not been in that setting before. It'll just take me time. Plus, I might start looking at it and thinking, hmm, if you did that just slightly differently. So I wouldn't obviously want to put myself in that situation. <laughs> but stick to it. Keep practicing. Focus on getting a little sweaty and having fun. You might be amazed at what can happen. Thank you for two thumbs up. Thank you guys for being with me and watching um, uh, this particular live. I hope that you have, um, let, just to quick clarify, three body types quickly for you. Like I said, I haven't talked to, to you guys before about this. So the three body types are ectomorphs, they're mesomorphs, medium built, and then the endomorphs, they're slightly larger. So it's a kind of small, lean, medium sized, and slightly larger people that put on fat easily and then tend to like slow paced and strength activities. Uh, where the size is an advantage so people need, like to lean towards that uh, awesome thank you so much guys for being with me appreciate it i will speak to you tomorrow morning at around a nine o'clock mark all depending on when the boys are how the boys go to school and all the morning activities and then i go and get a shower and get ready for my live and i choose a topic and speak about that now if you have a topic that you want to ever discuss or bring it to light and you think actually this will be really relevant for people please bring it to me around the six pillars that i talk about so the environment the emotional health 
your social health, your physical health, your mental health. Did I say that already? Well, relational health and existential health, which is I feel a sense of purpose and meaning. So anything to do with those topics, bring it to us. Those are the six pillars my teaching is based on. That I believe if you have those six things in your life, you will create deep body health. You will create deep health. And that's what this program is about. This program that I teach is about this. The 30-day challenge that I teach is about this. And 12-week accelerator program I teach is about this. It's about creating that and making progress. We're, not, we're going to probably have more of something, but less of one or the other. But we want to try and create all six things. We want to just bring it closer together in a pyramid. Thank you so much, guys. See you tomorrow. Take care. Bye for now. Hey everybody, this is Farah again. I wanted to invite you to the best thing I've ever created inside the Deep Health community. It's a challenge and we call it the 30 Day Anti-Diet Challenge. Every professional woman is one challenge away from achieving the life where she can gain control over her health and her weight loss. I've created this challenge to help you lose up to 10 pounds in weight no matter where you are in your weight loss journey. This challenge is going to help you to understand why the diets you've tried in the past that haven't worked and why eating this way can revolutionize the way you look at food and transform your body and create that ultimate success. I recommend highly you do this right now. Stop this video, pause it, go online and press the 30dayantidietchallenge.com and join the next challenge. The next challenge starts in few days.